Hey everyone, welcome back to Chasing Returns. My name is JJ. And I'm Zach. And this is episode eight. Uh, today we're actually going to be jumping into a challenge that our friend group did. Uh, we did uh, change the names of uh, our other friends that are in this uh, little, uh, I don't even want to challenge that we uh, did just to keep their privacy. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting thing to dissect. So Zach, uh, do you want to pull that up? I might need to share. Uh... Yeah. So, so basically what we did is a uh, draft um, in late December and we each picked six stocks. Um, we drafted them uh, snake draft. And the goal was just to throw them into a challenge and see who does best over the course of the year. Uh, there was no shorting allowed. There was no buying indexes allowed. It was just pure um, buying stocks for one year. Um, so let me know when you can see. Yep, it's up. Okay. So um, as you can see, JJ's right here in the pink. I'm in the blue. Um, I have the draft order down here and then performance by round. Um, so I guess we'll go through the draft first. Um, friend number one picked <laughs> Unity Software first overall, which... I think is actually the worst performer in the entire. It's, it's Hey, it's rallied this week. Okay. It's, it's rallied still... like the last four days. It's been up, I think. <laughs> so our, our number one overall pick, we basically had an Anthony Bennett here. <laughs> hey, uh... now. Tony, <laughs> Tony um, to rip on my school too. Yeah. Um, so he, friend number one is in last place as of now. Um, JJ is currently in second to last, I believe. I like playing from behind. Playing from behind. Um, I think I'm in third to last. Yep. Yeah. And then friend number three, and we, we did a random. So basically what I did for that one is I took the S&P 500 and then I did a random generator. I picked five numbers and it was like alphabetically arranged and we picked those. And for the longest time, random was winning because they had Fang in here, which is Diamondback Energy. Um, as we know, oil companies have been the big winners this year. So um, random was winning for the longest time. And then friend number two here took the lead recently. Um, but yeah, so looking back at your portfolio, um, what do you wish you had done differently maybe in the draft? Oh, I've, I've got, I've got a couple thoughts on this. I think we're going to have one similar thought, like looking at like, Oh, how did we miss this? But the one thing I did want to just bring up real quick with the random is obviously we did that based off of the classic study of, you know, a monkey throwing darts at a board and being able to beat, you know, professional stock traders um, as that's something that's always been randomly done. Um, a YouTuber that I know quite literally did this uh, quite literally did this experiment with a real monkey and it did beat the S and P uh, for the year. Um, and he did it again this year. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but year's not over. But I just wanted to bring that up real quick uh, for people, you know, another reason of why we did that. But to your question now, uh, yeah. So here's the thing. Amazon, my first overall pick, 100% would stick with. I don't care that it's down 30%. That's, that's still the stock I would have picked first. The one I do regret, and I'm looking, and actually, I don't even think it was picked. The one that I can't believe I didn't add and I even made this joke when we were doing the draft. No one did big, big tech. No one chose big tech. Now, I think you chose Google, correct? Yes. You chose Google, but outside of that, everyone stayed away. You and mean like the, Apple, Microsoft? 
Tesla. Part of me, I really wish I chose Microsoft because Microsoft is an extremely safe company. Now I might come down in valuation, but out of big tech, that is an extremely safe company in my mind in terms of lots of off of subscriptions. Now it was trading very rich. And obviously you've seen that come down a lot. Um, but in general of like, you know, some of my more speculative plays or even a meta, like probably would have been safe for the meta. The problem is just yeah, meta. I would not have chosen second overall. If that makes sense. I think I might've still picked it. However, I don't know if I would have picked it second round. So, I mean, just things really change, but I probably would have chose Microsoft with my second pick, um, which is still down. <laughs> so would have improved probably by like 20, 30% only. Cause I think it's probably down 20 to 30% this year versus 50 with meta. Um, if that's correct, I, I don't have it in front of me. It might be down a little less. What uh, Microsoft? Yeah. Do you know? Probably down like 25. I'm not actually, I don't know. Uh, I think it's, well, cause I, I, maybe less. Yeah. Well, cause I think it was, it was in the three hundreds and I think now it's like low twos. Oops. I clicked something. Um, so anyways, yeah, it's probably like 25 to 30%. But anyways, that's half of what meta is. Um, Disney, I still would have picked. When? I don't know. Because I'll tell you, living in Vegas, strip's still busy. Even with the economy currently, I think people are still going to want to come here in the summer. You're still seeing flights come in, even though flights are going up crazy in value. Or like price, I mean. I, so... If I had to repick two, it probably would be Facebook and win. Um, but even then, my really only regret is Meta, Facebook, to be honest, because it's just it's one of those I'm like, it just yeah. If, if there was a company that was safer, it would not have been that because I think there's still a lot of risk with it. I still believe in the company. I know a lot of people are pulling out of it. Um, I still see tons of growth. I mean, a lot of that's obviously going to rely on some of the gambles they're taking. But between Amazon, Disney, I mean, those I still view as super safe stocks, especially ones that could rally at the end of this year. Um, Disney just with their IP alone. And also with the restrictions going away, I thought summer, you know, everyone's going to start visiting Disneyland, Disney world again. Uh, Disney plus is doing extremely well. Obi-Wan Kenobi just ended. So that's, that's a big thing that I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the bottom two are essentially Vegas stocks, which I'm from Vegas currently. Uh, Planet 13 is a marijuana stock. I mean, it's not going to get legally federalized this year, probably, but it was a gamble. And also it had been hit really hard. So I'm like, okay, how much lower can it really go? It, it got hit a lot harder. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things of like, that's one of my largest holdings personally still. But if I were to choose something for only a 12 month period, probably wouldn't have chose Planet 13, I guess. Um, so if I had to repick... I mean, it's, it's going to be easy based off of what's not picked, but I probably would have gone Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, Disney. I don't know what my fifth would be though. Oh, I know what it would be. Cause this is what I want to get into. I think this is our prediction for the same. And then you can chime in on this. Um, Cause I've been doing majority of the talking on this. Although obviously we'll be getting to your picks next. I would have done an oil stock. I don't know it's easy how to say in retrospect. Exactly. But my point is there was so much writing on the wall though, for this year of with oil like that. And the biggest thing I was told, and it's like, no, duh. Okay. Oil was negative for how long the companies are going to make that back at some point. Plus you're going to have summer with travel back. 
and prices always go up in the summer. The only thing we didn't see was the war in Ukraine. So yeah, that obviously, that's what, yeah, that's what really, that's what really sets it out. So. But more, I more mean oil as viewing as like, that should have been a very safe play. Like we should have viewed that as oil was negative. They're going to have to raise prices to make that up on the back end. You're going into summer travel. You have less restrictions. More people are going to get out. They're going to want to go on those trips that they haven't. Um, so I, I would have done an oil stock. Like I said, I might not have chosen, you know, I mean, they're all probably up, but like, I'm not saying I would have chose the best one, but just viewing at the economy as a whole going forward of what, where there was opportunity, what would have been stable and something that was losing so much money that then had the potential to make so much money kind of guaranteed as it's a necessity probably would have done an oil stock. So I would have gone big tech and then oil, which I mean, is such a safe, easy thing to say. Um, but I mean, at the table, when we drafted these, I was saying, it's like, oh, I should just go all big tech, which is basically an index fund considering how much they make up. But, um, did you have that same thought too? Now, obviously with oil, obviously in retrospect, of course you want it, but looking back at it, do you think like, how did you miss like the writing Mm, for it? No, I, it's not an area I know well, so I don't think I would have, I never even really considered it. Um, it's just, it's interesting because this is a one year challenge and we're already about halfway through. It's, um, it's a lot harder to pick a stock for one year than it is to pick for long-term. Um, we'll keep this tracker going probably after the year just to see yeah. what happens. But uh, I, I really, and like I said, this is going to be way out. I really want to see this in five years. Yeah, well, I'll leave it. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't know why I picked Alphabet. Um, first round i don't even know the company that well i don't own it personally so yeah baba um i thought i i definitely want i, I should have just taken baba first round because like for a one-year challenge it had been beat down so much it was so cheap on so many metrics it was like they did, if only a few things happened in the news like like not much had to go right for the stock to double and i still think it could double by year end depending on how um, like depending on what happens, but, um, we'll see Rick, um, probably not going to discuss Rick today. Um, you viewers, you can look up what they do, but I, I won't discuss it right now. Well, you could just say, why did you pick it? You could say, why did I pick it? I, there's a quick, I think it's, I think it's a great company that's undervalued. I I think they have a great CEO. The what the you think it's a great company mostly because it's undervalued and well run. Well, yeah. No, I know. No, I no, just, no, no. I think that the the business itself is very good too. I just wanted you to say that part specifically. I think it's a great business from a financial perspective. But there we go. Yeah, uh, Citigroup. I went with. I, I mean, at the time it was trading well below tangible book. I wanted to get a cheap financial in there because I thought we'd enter a period of rising rates, which we are. But the issue is the yield curve is flattening. So bank stocks have actually been hit, uh, hurt by that. Yeah, which because, is crazy. Yeah, because the front end of the yield curve is rising and the back end is going down. But anyway, um, and then Citigroup, actually Berkshire bought some in Q1. So that was a nice confidence boost. I don't own it in real life. And then Paytm is another, it's an Indian fintech company. This was just a total flyer um, and it's gotten crushed this year. Um, I didn't even look, I didn't even look at the valuation or anything. I just like, I was like, might as well throw this in here. This could be a big winner or loser. I don't know. 
I wish I had put in, I was looking very closely at some of the Japanese trading house companies Interesting. because they were looking really cheap. I was like, cause I wanted more international. And instead of those, I went with Paytm here. I thought that too. I was thinking international markets for a bit as well. Um, obviously I had Baba on my list. You got that before I was able to pick it. Um, I don't remember which way the snake draft went for beating me to that, but uh, that definitely was one on my list. You also, the first, your first two picks were on my list. I really, the main ones I wanted were like one I regret, but I really wanted Facebook, Amazon, and Google. Cause those are the tech stocks that had already been being down. Microsoft and Apple had held up really well prior up to when we drafted. So I was trying to stay away from those, yeah, yeah. but like I said, I just, they're such safe companies. Yeah. So I guess who, if you had to predict now, who do you think is going to win? <laughs> well, actually, before you say that, the other thing too is, which I totally forgot about, and I own this stock, and I don't know why. I think it's because it had gone down so much prior to our draft, but now obviously with the way the market is, it's, it's shot up. Visa. Mm. Visa would have been, like the problem is I was not viewing the recession happening as fast as it did. I was thinking there was still some optimism in the market, um, which is also why I threw in my growth stock with my fifth pick. Plus, on top of that, too, I wanted something that would be fun, something that could, you know, 10x. Right. So it's like, because maybe maybe President Biden does legally federalize it. Never know. Um, so that was my gamble stock. But uh, but yeah, Visa's one, actually, I probably would have probably, if I saw what was going, that's one that I own and I do like and is a great, just a great company in general, which both of us have praised. But looking at this... Uh, Unless we flip into where growth stocks are big again, uh, friend one is not winning. Um, tele, I mean, Teladoc is a great company. I own Teladoc, a lot of Teladoc, but I mean, it's just been crushed this year. Uh, Unity, I think, is a great company too, but it just, once again, it's just not not the year for those types of stocks. Um, and honestly, anything you have to say on that? It looks like you're scrolling over. I just think, um, I think friend one actually had a pretty good strategy of picking since it's just a one-year challenge picking like high volatility things yeah, makes agree. sense even if they're overvalued like like in retrospect a lot of these were probably extremely overvalued yeah but, um, but to pick high volatility stocks mm -hmm. in a short-term challenge like this makes sense so, not only that too i mean the reason why i bring those two up specifically is you hear teledoc and unity all the time and unity was really directly linked with um uh, the metaverse, which was trending around the time, like a month, two months prior. That was when a lot of the hype mm. around that still was, which is also what hurt him too with Unity is once that came down, like a company I own with Matterport, which I do not own for the metaverse. It just so happened that they got tied to the metaverse. Um, I like them more for the real estate side of things and then the future of that technology and where metaverse could be the use case. But I think there's a lot of others that could use as well. But that stock, oh my God, has been crushed. It's down to like $5 and that thing was... I don't think it got to 40, but it was at least 25. Um, but uh, also Visa's up, I think, 5% this year too. So that would have been up. Yeah. I think I did. I think I did year to date. Let me look at this. Maybe it's just in the past 12 months. Oh, never mind. That's in, that was today. It was up 5%. What is it year to date? I typed in year to date. Anyways, I'll look that up again. Sorry. Uh, I did that quickly while you were talking. I was trying to pull up... Um, Sometimes. Uh, uh friend two, to be honest, I can't talk about. I don't he, know. Well, he actually a note is he also picked rant five random. His strategy was 
what you said at the beginning. He's like, yeah. I don't think we can outperform random. So he just picked random as well. So that's we basically what, have two random. Yeah. And that's, that's what I like. I remember, I think we mentioned him doing, it's just one of the things of, I, I don't know what any of those. He, he doesn't know either. The only one I know is Moody's. What is that? Um, it's like a ratings agency. So they rate like debt. Like they're the ones who give out a triple A, triple B ratings or whatever. Um, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, friend three, I like a lot. Obviously, both of us would have gotten Berkshire. At least I would have. I'm pretty sure you would have as well. I, it wasn't on my list. Oh, interesting. For yeah. me, it definitely was just because how safe it was. Like I wanted to try to get three safe stocks and then two volatile stocks. Because like I said, I didn't want to go all volatile because you could go way down, even though I still am. <laughs> um, but but like I said, I, I just didn't project Meta Facebook to be down that much. That was like I said, the error in my thinking. But um, I I really like Friend Threes. I like I I Sam was on my list for a high volatile stock that had been really beaten or not high volatile, but a stock that had been really beaten down that really can't go down anymore as it's a very popular company with, I mean something for like essentially entertainment or you know stuff people enjoy. We'll just say in the beverage industry. Um, and then Burke's the right company, Walmart, fantastic company. Obviously I own both those. I do not own Burke a, I wish I did, hmm. although I could do fractional shares. So, right. But, uh, what's PayX? Do you remember? Um, I don't know what they, it's paychecks. I think is the name of the company. I don't know. And then Melly, I've heard of Melly. That's Mercado Libre. It's Latin. It's a e-commerce company in Latin America. Gotcha. I was gonna say I've heard of it. I don't necessarily know. I wasn't sure if I knew what it was. And then obviously our rando. Yeah, I mean having Fang in there is just was yeah. such a cheat code and got extremely lucky. And of course it did because it's a random. But I mean random, they were winning by a lot for oh, most they of were the year. Crushing it. And recently, well, Fang is coming out a bit. Um, and then I guess some of their other stuffs got destroyed too. But honestly, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn but i'm back i think i'm back in it i was I, down like i didn't think i had a chance for the longest time because of paytm at a point was down like 70 percent um but i still think like i said i it would not surprise me if bob is 200 end of year or it could be 80 end of year and then i think uh, yeah we'll see Yeah, so I'm just I'm just fact checking these real quick because I want to give actual numbers since I've talked about it today. So Microsoft is down 20% year to date. Okay. And Visa is down I think 7.3 year to date. Um, I didn't realize Visa held up so well. Wow. Yeah. And like well, like I said, I mean it held it was five percent today, so obviously got a little boost. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah. A, yeah. I, what was the order that we drafted again? Here's, again? here's the order. So I was we started over here and then stayed. Three, see, see, Walmart was. I forgot I had the second pick. No, I still would have gone with Amazon. Look how much better round two is done. I was going to bring that up when you initially did that. <laughs> Wasn't round five winning at one point? Well, now it's way in last. Oh yeah, but... no, but I'm just saying. I feel like I, I feel like I remember. I, point. Yeah, I thought it was. I think because Freeport was way up. Um, but yeah, round two is being held up by um, Baba and Berkshire. Understandably. Oh, my worst stock is in that. That's crazy. So if Meta wasn't in there, 
Yeah, so let's see. Okay, top three best performers are Fang, ATO. I, I forget what that is. And then Burke. Baba. Burke. No, Baba's beating Burke. No, but Burke beats Fang. No, Burke's down seven and a half. Oh, Fang's up. Sorry, my yeah. mistake. We only have two that are up. Uh, yeah, Fang and ATO. Mistake. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then yeah. Baba's flat. And then the worst three are Unity. Meta has to be there. Teladoc. Melly. Oh, and no. Planet. Oh my gosh, I'm not even looking there. Yeah. And then it would go, what, Meta, Melly? PTM. PTM would be fourth. Yeah. yeah. It would have been funny if we did a... Uh, no, we can't do that, though. I was going to say, it would have been funny if we did something like a college golf score or like team golf where you go uh, play five, four count. Oh, yeah. So where you get one. You get one that goes out. One so you- one mulligan? Essentially. I mean, it's more of just... But the problem is that that works so when you play every day because then it can rotate. This is one year, so that doesn't make sense to do. Well, we could we could have done just your your top four at, by the, at the end of the year stay. Yeah, no, but I mean, you might as well do five. Yeah. So that's part of building up. Because you want to, some of us, like I said, I tried to somewhat diversify in terms of my strategy of, like I said, tech, Disney with strong IP um, and subscription-based, and then uh, more kind of high risk. One was travel and one was my super high risk. I tried doing it, didn't work, so far at least, but I don't know, man. It's definitely been fun, though. I definitely think this is something we should do mm-hmm. every year. Just well, fun. I think our agreement was the winner. Everyone else has to buy, like, cover their meal. We'll go out to dinner. But oh. if random wins, we have to pay for a random table. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is exactly right. So hopefully random doesn't win. And we're going to a five-star restaurant regardless. Yep. In Steakhouse. Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. All right, so going over this, and obviously we're showing that we're not great at picking stocks. Granted, on a one-year basis, and on a one-year basis, and also we don't own like I don't own three true, of mine. True, yeah. but I mean we did pick this though for a one year, so like essentially yeah. it's our own little fun. Now some of us tried to win in one year, so that does change things. Yeah, but not only was this one year, but it's also been one of the worst markets we've seen in our lifetime. I guess actually. No, I guess, yeah, one of the worst because technically we weren't old enough to really probably be investing in 08, but um, some of us kind of got started in 2020 and had a little bit before then you've been investing a long time. Oh, well, this this is way worse. Oh, by, a, by a mile. Work. And that yeah. one, what? That one recovered in like 20 days. Yeah. Or started to at least. But anyways, but knowing all of the hard times that have happened throughout our lifetime, obviously the last two are the main ones that have affected us. We haven't seen what happens to real estate because I mean, that's kind of the next point of our lives. But I wanted to transition in to, you know, what what are you doing to maybe get ahead in the sense um, of people, you know, people our age uh, or like, what could people our age, what are you doing? What are you doing to prep yourself for basically adulthood, not retirement's a long way away, but, you know, it's stuff that obviously we're thinking about because the more you save while you're younger and invest and try to work to get ahead, the easier, you know, your life hopefully will be later on. Um, and obviously this has been extremely hard times. I, millennials have had it even worse than us. Uh, who knows how we're going to have it now with this, the economy, the next couple of years, obviously everyone's dealing with it, but our age groups now more entering the workforce for the first time. 
So just kind of what, what do you think is the most important for people our age to be doing? Um, and kind of what's your main like focus for, like I said, trying to get ahead for yourself, um, in your future. I think it's just, I mean, it's good to just live below your means, save money. Um, and then, uh, learn how to manage your portfolio. Um, or like you can take two routes. You can either just go hundred percent indexing, or you can really study investing and hope that you can maybe outperform index funds, but that's extremely hard to do because I feel like it involves an enormous amount of work and knowledge. Um, like, it's not just like, if I study a little bit, then I can outperform, like you really, really have to. So I think the the best thing for most people and probably best thing for myself, but I refuse to do it is to just, I mean, save money, index, do it in tax advantaged accounts and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Obviously we're both big fans of Warren Buffett, um, which hopefully anyone watching this is, and if you're not, you should be, um, or at least should take a lot of the lessons that he has, um, bestowed upon, uh, investors. Uh, I mean, he's even mentioned obviously as, as kind of about index funds is that, yeah, most people can't, I mean, almost no one can beat an index fund. Obviously he's been able to do it, but <laughs> top, top, top people, uh, stock traders can't do it. So it's like, why are you going to try? Not saying you shouldn't, obviously it's fun. And while you're young, you know, you should take a little more risk, but I'll tell you one thing for me um, is my, at first I was in index funds. I bought Nintendo and I bought index funds. That was like my first purchase, my big, big lump sum of money, like five years ago. Uh, that was the first thing I did. Um, and Nintendo did extremely well for me at like three X it's down like to two, maybe two X, two and a half X, uh, since I bought it, uh, cause I bought it pretty much at the low, which is why I bought it. Cause I knew I'm like, Oh, this is way too strong of an IP. Like if they stop making video game consoles, they'll do even better by just selling their IP with their theme parks they're building now and all that. Cause I think they're like theme parks universal. Um, yeah, they, in Japan, it's fully open. And I think they're making, they're opening one in uh, California as well. Uh, so yeah. It's awesome. But um, yeah, and I'll probably will go to it. I'll drag someone. Oh, I'll go. hundred uh, yeah. percent. I'll be going, but in then index funds, but anyways, but then I kind of transitioned away. Obviously I kind of got I'm like, Oh, individual stock picking a few companies. Luckily also I did a lot of lumps on in 2020 when everything dropped. So I got very great timing there. Honestly, I've had kind of pretty good timing in the market for me of when I like have wanted to get in of uh, just kind of seeing that and know, t- knowing to take advantage, which is hopefully what, today is. Um, and maybe it's not going to recover like 2020 because that was just irregular. Um, but now it's like, yeah, prices are down. So if you find good quality companies, it's like, they'll probably be up in five to 10 years. Um, but I'm finding myself honestly going probably like 60, 70% index funds right now, because it's just like, it's, it's the safest spot to be. It's going to be a guaranteed return as long as the U S continues, you know, innovating and succeeding, which I believe it will. It's like index funds right now are one of the best options. Like I was staying away from them uh, the last couple of years, just because everything was so overpriced. And even with big tech, which is what holds it up. And I'm just like, oh, my return's going to be so little there. I might as well try to find something that's beaten down or something that's a growth play. And obviously those had been doing great. And obviously growth plays in a recession, first thing to go. So it's like, now I'm seeing the back end of that and I'm dollar cost averaging in to the plays. I believe two might go to zero. We've talked about that, but the other kind of three that I, I have a very good belief in one being that's my number five pick on that stock chart with planet 13. 
It's like, those are ones that I'm now lowering my cost basis on and I want to write out. And like I said, hopefully those, you know, do extremely well for me, but yeah, I just think most people, it's like index funds. It's just, it's the easiest thing. It's like, you just dollar cost average into it every month, every two weeks, anytime you get a paycheck, just throw some in and forget about it. And it's like, you're going to be, you're going to be set up great. And as you mentioned it too, tax benefit accounts, it's like, if you have a 401k, uh, if you're an employee, the biggest thing with 401k that I like, um, some, I have some beliefs around that, but we're not going to talk about that today. But like, if you have a 401k where your employee matches what you put in, that is the, one of the best returns in your investment. Like it, anything you get doubled for free, essentially, it's like that alone is worth throwing as much into it as possible. But yeah, it's just, I, I, and then also against you tackle it. It's like, I think we're both page to page, which is also why I think like I said, we get along so well, um, talking about this stuff is, uh, living below your means. I mean, it's one of those things of like, obviously it's good to enjoy life, but I'm not one that really likes going out. I don't drink. Like there's a lot of things I waste money on a lot of things, but also a lot of things I buy, I view as investments. Uh, just like these two over here, these putters, um, we can talk about that another time, but very expensive, but it's one of those things of those are notorious for holding value. So I get to enjoy it. I get to use them. And if I ever needed to resell them, I could. So that's the things I try to buy. Um, cause I am a collector. Um, it's probably one flaw, but at the same time, it's, it's enjoyable for me. And it's one of those things of if I ever needed to sell the stuff, it still has value. So I don't buy things that lose value. I think that's a big thing for me. Um, which like I said, some people don't quite understand, but I think, you know, as you see things or you understand the prices you do. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those things, just save money index funds live below your means. Like I, like I said, you summarized it a lot faster, but like, that's really what it comes down to. Well, the, I've changed my tune a little bit on that. Cause okay, like, let's hear it. um, money eventually is meant to be spent. Like yes. when, when you die, it's not like they put Correct. your net worth. It's not like a score. It's not like you're trying to be the high score. It's like, eventually it is meant to be spent. And do you really want to, like, there are some people who, they're just going to not enjoy their twenties. They're going to try to save as much as they possibly can. And it's like, well, do you really want to defer happiness or whatever travel, things like that until old age or like there, you have to have a balance. And that's something I've realized recently. And that's why I, I've done a lot of traveling recently. And I'm like, cause I mean, it's better to do, it's better to travel when you're young than when you're, older and can't do as many things. I, think. I completely agree. And I actually have come around a lot on this too. However, I have one thing to switch on this. So for me is the trips and the travel and the experiences I do, I try to make cheap. So like more road trips versus flights or like close trips, like trip to the mountains. That's a three hour drive trip to LA or California. That's a five hour, six hour drive. Obviously gas prices are high right now. So obviously that's one issue. But just in general, like I'm trying to definitely explore and do more things um, and enjoy But it's one of those things of, I like making sure that I'm taking care of the investments and the savings before I do that. I'm a big fan of, and obviously you have to be making enough to do this. Um, but if you're smart about it, in all honesty, you can kind of do it. If you don't have kids, that's the big thing. If you don't have kids, if you have kids young, that's, you gotta be, you gotta be prioritizing them and hopefully both the parents are working or hopefully one of you has good jobs and the other one's able to take care of, you know, cause it's time consuming. Um, but if you don't have kids, it's one of those things of, it's like, you don't really have to making a crazy amount to be able to save a good amount and enjoy life. 
um, and do some, like I said, do some stuff. It's about balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think there's a good balance to it. Cause it's like, my big thing is when I say that it's like, you don't need to, for your entire twenties, you do not need to suffer through. It's like, you can do the quick trips and whatnot, but it's like, if you just do three years, even it's like, that's going to set you up so much for a down payment on a house. Cause maybe that's your first big thing. So you can get equity into house. Obviously you can pull that back and that's a great investment. Um, hopefully, obviously like I said, some people are buying houses now it's going down, but hopefully over time, everything recovers, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things of like, you can get into a house and then you're not renting. Um, as it, and that's, if you're in the same place, like that's so beneficial. And then it's one of those things of like your later twenties, hopefully you have a fiance, a spouse, you can then enjoy travel with them. Or even if you're not, you can enjoy it yourself and it's cheaper. Um, so I don't think, like I said, I, I, my big thing with saving and living below your means isn't forever, but it's one of those things of definitely when you're young and you have the means to definitely try to do it. Like I said, don't deprive yourself of in, stuff you enjoy. Definitely do not need because you want to be, you need to be happy. But it's one of those things that you don't need to splurge in your early 20s. You splurge hopefully in your early 30s. And that's my whole thing is I'm setting myself up for my 30s. Um, I'll definitely you just have to decide what's worth. There are times when it's worth dishing out money. No, that's what I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm not going to enjoy my 20s. Yeah. I'm saying, though, my goal is to definitely enjoy my 30s more splurging wise than in my 20s. Because I think the things I enjoy don't cost a lot of money. That's my thing. Well, that's that's the key. If you can find things you enjoy Correct. that don't but cost I, money. But even then, the it's, yeah. like I said, it's like you can do you can do a trip and then splurge on one thing and it saves you on everything else. I don't know. There's ways around it. But my big thing is it's like I'm definitely trying to enjoy life, definitely trying to do new experiences, do things with friends, hopefully with girlfriends, eventually a spouse. Um, but yeah, like I said, just don't be don't be stupid with your money because it's like that you only live once. I completely agree with that. And you want to enjoy stuff while you're young, but you can't be depriving yourself of your future. It's like, as you said, it's, it's all about balance. Yeah. You don't want to be working. Like, obviously you want to retire at some, well, some people don't want to. Well, it's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> we, we are running out of time. We got like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So this will be my closing remark on that. I've learned this. I don't think people always want to fully retire. Like obviously people don't want to be working. I think the key is you want the option to not have to work. Cause I've noticed a lot of people get like retire like 40 and they get really bored and they end up back in the workplace or they run out of money. So it's one of those things of, I would like, and what I mean by that is they continue living their lifestyles if they're making the same amount of money. So that's partially on them. But my big thing is it's like, I want to be able to save enough and have, you know, my family set up and everything like that to where I can choose to work to still maintain a really nice lifestyle, hopefully but I don't have to be doing it. So it doesn't feel like, Oh my God, I need to be doing this to make ends meet, to do this, like to something I don't want to do. So I think that's really the goal is the fact that you want to find a job at some point that you get to do that. Maybe you don't like love in terms of like, Oh my God, I'd rather not be working, but it gives you some purpose and it gives you a nice paycheck and you would hopefully enjoy what you're doing, but it's like, you're choosing to do it. You don't have to do it. I think that's the key when you get older. Yeah. 60 seconds, 60 seconds left. Anything else you want to close on? I got nothing to add really. Well, perfect. Uh, I think this is a good discussion. I'm sure we'll kind of go off of something on this uh, before. This is a a little something we wanted to shake it up instead of going away from news. Um, I think I want to do some more challenges like this. Uh, Just something fun uh, to come up with maybe between you and I. Um, And I definitely want to start getting more on the advice part. This is our first part. We kind of just spitballed and have a lot like thought through. Um, so we kind of rambled on, but yeah, it's definitely something I hope everyone enjoys and we hope to continue doing, uh, thank you everyone for watching 
and uh, we'll see you next week.